Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 148. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biding. And we are here each and every week to give you the latest and the greatest in the world of Apple news, tips, tricks, helping you uncover the awesomeness that is Apple. Yes. And also celebrating today here in the GSPN.TV world headquarters, five years of podcasting excellence. Yay! Woo! Yeah. Anyway, folks, we are excited. Uh, Chris, can you believe this has been going on for five years? I have never had a job for five years. You've never had a job for five years, really? No, five. No, I've always moved jobs like every three or four years. I didn't know that. I get bored. You get bored. Well, hey, you know, we've been doing this for quite some time. In fact, um, did you know we officially relaunched Help I Got a Mac in October of 2007? I know it's been I've been I've been with you three of the five years. So th- let's see. That's been three years. Now, here's what many people do not know. Here's a little here. Here's here's something that's going to be helpful for you one day in GSPN TV trivia. You know, when this when there's like uh, GSPN Trivial Pursuit officially, yes, you know, marketed on every single store shelf in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and so here's here's a little bit of trivial information for you. Trivial. Get that? Trivial. Ah, yes see i'm so funny uh anyway what many people don't know is that we actually have recorded well over 148 episodes of help i got a mac together we have haven't we we have in fact um i'm looking back here i'm going back into the podcast archives Uh, i need a big huge uh here i'll tell you what check this out i'm gonna open up the podcast archives right uh here Hold on, here it goes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The music was still going. Here we go. All right, there we go. The the Wow, it's noisy. <laughs> I know, it's noisy. It's so echoey here in the world headquarters. Anyway, here is Help I Got a Mac. And if I look down here, there is, we have what we call H-I-G-A-M Vintage. Vintage. There were... Like a fine wine. It's like a fine wine. Oh, wait a sec. <gasps> Dude, no way. I am totally missing the first four episodes of Help <gasps> I Got a Mac Vintage. Help I Got a Mac the Lost the Lost Years. There are four missing episodes to Help I Got a Mac the the the, the early years. Oh my gosh, I had no idea I was missing. It's back when our voices are cracking or kind of awkward facial hairs coming in kind of weird. Well, I think I, th- I don't even think I was on these. No, you weren't. You weren't. Um, matter of fact, I think you were on. I think you were only on the final episode of the vintage, which uh, I believe was episode ten. Let, let's let's go back and listen to this. Make a better connection with your friends on Facebook. Use the hottest voice conferencing service around. Call wow. from TalkShoe.com. That's talk like I'm doing now, and shoe as on your feet. dot com. Help! I got a Mac podcast episode number ten. Let's see, let's see if Chris is in this one. I remember when we started with this music. Yeah, Greasy Wheels. 
Hey everybody and welcome back to Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft and I am joined in the studio today once again by a great friend of mine named Chris Biding. Ah, no, no, watch, watch out, it's going to be a trend. I'll I tell you what, <laughs> it's going to be a trend. Not only share. was I there, I was in studio. You were in studio even. In studio. So so you go way back and of course that, I guess that was your second episode. You must have showed up right around episode number nine. And here's why we did this. Uh, it, you know what? It, it's it, it is a trend. It is a trend. It has become quite a trend. So so the deal is why why are these there? Why are there these vintage episodes that we buried in the archives? <laughs> and, you tell me. Well, the funny thing is, is that I was convinced to buy a my first MacBook as the result of you and and Robert Johnson, mostly Robert Johnson, my good friend, uh, best friend for for many years now, and. Uh, he was going on and on about, you know, getting a Mac. And of course, you know, I, I realize after the fact that it's the whole misery loves company thing <laughs> because <laughs> he had just purchased his Mac and he was going through those transition woes. You know, he was going through that transitional phase where, you know, all of a sudden, you know, command and pa- copy and paste is a different keystroke and and all this other stuff. You know, you get the command key instead of the control key, even that the Apple has the control key and and all this other stuff. So I, I, you know, there was all of that going on. Uh, PCs were sucking worse and worse as time went on. Vista came out. Oh my gosh, what a bag of hurt that thing was. <laughs> um, and so there, there's all of this, all of these things. And and I will say, I, I believe that I'd say sixty or seventy percent of my my decision to buy a Mac came from the Mac switch ads. Uh, you know. The, the Mac versus PC ads. I love those ads. I do, too. I miss them. I'm kind of getting bored of seeing iOS ads. <laughs> but I, I loved... I remember... I, that was the really the only time I ever went back to watch commercials on my DVR. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I, I bought this MacBook computer. And, of course, looking back, it, it, it's slightly underpowered. You know, it was not my... It was... I bought the cheapest entry into the Mac world that you can get. And it was the smallest right. screen at the time. And, um, you know, it's just not something I could easily switch over to as my main computer mm-hmm. uh, at the time. And so I never did. And, and I was frustrated with just how different it was. And then, I, you know, so basically the, the show, the title of the show really was from my perspective, it's, hey, community, gspn.tv community, help, Cliff has a Mac. You know, it's, it's help. Yep. I got I got a Mac. I don't know what to do with this stupid thing. Matter of fact, I remember calling it this white piece of plastic and, <laughs> and that is going to trash it and throw it against the wall. I mean, it's just, it was really bad. I think so, I stepped in at some point when I heard your frustration. You did. You did. And I did a whole, um, I think I did an episode eight was a, a video episode titled They Lied. And of course, <laughs> it was all about, you know, that people saying that, you know, the extensions don't matter. And of course, um, there, you know, in GarageBand, there was a huge issue where if you had capital MP3 at the end of it, it wouldn't import your file with a drag and drop into the program. But if mm-hmm. you switched it to lowercase MP3, it worked fine. And, yeah. and so it's like, they lied. It totally matters. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that. And so anyway, that, that, that long story short, it became help. I hate my Mac 
is is <laughs> is and and of course uh, that wasn't the title of the show, but that's very much what it had become. And I right. was very anti Mac, and I was very remorseful of my purchase. And then, my friends, there was a light that shone at the end of the tunnel when I was introduced to Chris Biting. Dun, what? Dun, dun, dun. what? So, Chris, you came along. You answered all of my 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 Mac related questions. You helped me find all the software I needed to be able to pull off the tasks that I needed to do just to make that machine useful. Mm-hmm. And you were still this Apple fanboy snobbish kind of guy. <laughs> and and you annoyed me just a little bit just a little bit but well, i think it's the whole uh something about smug or something yes yeah yeah that was that was it it's like uh just the way that you spoke about pcs just rubbed me wrong a little bit because i was still a main pc user well of course you guys know the rest well some most of you who've been listening for a very long time you know the rest of the story as paul harvey would say or would have said exactly um, so, so the rest of the story, of course, is that the day that I brought my 27-inch uh, iMac, this, this gigantic, beautiful piece of artwork on my desk in front of me, my life changed forever, and I am now an Apple snob as well. And you knew I was right all along. Chris was right. Folks, if you have a PC, I'm sorry, uh, but it is... It is uh, my wife calls them plastic pieces of junk plastic pieces of junk although i did see on twitter last week or earlier this week i think it was this week uh you happen to be looking for you you happen to be longing for a plastic piece of junk from <laughs> google yeah. well from google yes yeah i uh i'm on my unholy quest to to, to procure myself a cr48 which is uh, a, a laptop that was commissioned by google it has no branding on it whatsoever it kind of looks like a black uh, old school style uh, MacBook, and uh, it's a, it's a netbook. It has an Atom processor. I think it has two gigs of RAM and like sixteen gigs of of SSD storage. Um, but it runs the Google, the Google Chrome OS, which basically you know when you turn it on, ten seconds later a Chrome browser pops up and you operate inside the Chrome browser. And you know I've I've been obsessing over one of these, checking the the CR forty eight tracker. I applied while watching the Chrome OS announcement, and. Uh, I came to the realization yesterday that uh, <laughs> the reason I want this is I want a cool little small, you know, with a, with a decent sized screen uh, computer that I can just surf the web and, and do all my stuff. And then I looked over and I'm like, wait a minute, I've got one of these already. Uh, it's called my iPad and it's way cooler anyway. Exactly. Don't, I will say, I, I can tell you, uh, Chris, that, that there is one thing that I believe that makes this uh, CR, or there actually will be two things. That makes this CR forty eight very appealing to a lot of people. This this of course the CR forty eight is not going to be what comes out next year. But it, if if people haven't heard, Google is going to be releasing a branded laptop, uh, these cr- Google Chrome laptops, and um, these Google Chrome laptops are going to come just like what you said. They're going to be netbooks. They're going to have the Google Chrome browser is the operating system. And not only that, but it, it's, it's going to have two things the iPad doesn't have. One. Verizon. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, one of them is uh, the, the, the reference hardware and the specifics to have a Chrome OS laptop is that you have to have 3G inside of it. And uh, at least the CR48 and I guess all the ones in the U.S. have a deal with Verizon that all of them are going to come with um, 
the you know Verizon wireless access built in. Right. And so, what's cool is that they're going to even give you 100 megabytes, which isn't that much, but it's fine to check email. Uh, 100 megabytes for free per month. So you can use that whenever you're in a pinch and you're somewhere that you're not in a Wi-Fi access. And you can also buy uh, time. You can buy a day pass for 10 bucks or buy you know megabyte increments or whatever. And it, there's no like... Uh, you know, sign up fee or anything like that. It's just kind of straight time purchase, which is great. Right. And I I think this is great. So that is definitely one of the things is, is that you do get Wi-Fi or, um, you know, wireless internet built in via Verizon and the hundred megabytes per month for free included, which is nice. And, and of course there, there are packages for, you know, additional data and stuff like that. There, there are some packages out there, they're not all that great in pricing, but they're not terrible either. And of course, there are other solutions such as a, a MiFi. But still, the fact that you get included a hundred—is it a hundred megabytes per month or a hundred megabytes per day? Per month. Okay. Which isn't that much at all, but it's not that much at all. But still, I mean, it. it, it I think it's a it's a great gesture. And of course, it, for for the people who are really going to use this, you know, light browsing and email. As long as you don't have a lot of email attachments, I guess. Um, especially if you use Gmail, I mean, I think I think that really can do a lot for a lot of people. I, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm thinking about getting one of these for my my real dad. Yeah, you know, and 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 basically, he's never owned a computer in his life, and and I think it'd be great to be able to put a computer in front of him so he can email and browse the web. Yeah, I, I think it for for a certain segment, it's going to be awesome. It's just you know. For me, I, I just want one of these. One reason is because I feel like You're I, I'm on the, I'm on, yeah, I'm on the cusp of everything technology. I've had a Gmail account like the first or second month they, it came out because I had a, a hookup at Google, which I don't have anymore. Um, and it's like, dude, I've been on the cusp of all this. I've watched it all happen, and the gall of Google not sending me one of these CR48s in the first week. Ah! It's not, I don't even know if I'd use it or not. I just want to have it because not everybody else can get it. Right. And it's free. Yeah. And I would probably end up putting Jolly Cloud on it in the end. What's Jolly Cloud? Jolly Cloud is a lot like Google Chrome. It's a it's a lightweight Linux-based operating system. It's a J-O-L-L-I cloud.com. And uh, it's just a really cool-looking interface. And... um. You know, people are talking about dual booting it with that, or or uh, putting Ubuntu one, or I am sorry, Ubuntu uh, Netbook Edition on on this laptop. Just the fact that you can hack it, which is kind of cool. They have a little. They said there's a little switch uh, underneath the battery. You, you peel away the sticker, and you can switch uh, in the jailbreak mode. And they announced that during the the keynote. That's the thing. I signed up during the keynote, Cliff. The keynote was live, and I signed up while watching it. People who did it afterwards are getting these things. It's just mind-numbingly frustrating to me. Yeah, I and bet. I tried to I, I tried to explain it to my wife, uh, and she just she's like, you know, why are you getting so bent out of shape on this? You've got everything. You got your iPad. You got your phone. You got your laptop. What? And I said, it's the a fact new that, shiny object. The fact that I just can't get one whenever I want one, it drives me nuts. And the fact that I'm seeing all these other people get them. And uh, and not me. I'm just insanely jealous. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think it's going to be exciting. Oh, by the way, the second thing that it comes with that the iPad doesn't is a full size keyboard uh, that is attached to this unit at all times. So I think yeah. I think really you could have. I mean, obviously you can get a an iPad with 3G built in, and I think you know the aluminum key the aluminum keyboard. 
mm-hmm. I think they should make a case, and maybe you and I should commission this, and and we can make lots of money. But th- we should commission a a cover, you know, an iPad cover that actually has the perfect size pouch to slide in the aluminum keyboard, mm-hmm. so that it that, so that basically when it's closed, obviously. I mean, it's still going to be bigger than it's still going to be bigger than, um, you know, a typical iPad case, but it's still going to be smaller than an average netbook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and by the way, and, and, and a little and, the, and also a pocket that will perfectly fit like a MiFi device. So so you ha- you you slide in your MiFi and you slide in your your uh, wireless keyboard, your your Bluetooth aluminum keyboard and you close this thing up and you're you're ready to go. Dude, I think I'm on to something there. Kickstarter, baby. Kickstarter. Yep. I bet you I bet you that would go really good. Oh, by the way, my glyph came in. Glyph. G-L-I-T-H dot com. Oh, the one you uh, the little the little iPhone stand. Yes. The Kickstarter thing. What the little it yeah, it's the uh, you got the rapid prototype one, right? It's not like no, the actual thing. No, I got the actual one. I I I, I waited and patiently for my my glyph to come in and it's it's sitting behind me uh on my tripod stand that's awesome how is it it works beautifully i i love it and it's funny because it came in the mail yesterday like an hour after i recorded a video with my iphone pretty much uh pinched together with you know in between a little mic stand clip so uh not not very securely fastened but um from now on, I won't have to do that. So you like it, huh? I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm I'm gonna start throwing the uh, tripod in the back of the the car with my glyph on it, and um, it's really cool because I have one of those ca- cases on my iPhone that allows me. It's the ones where it kind of just grips the sides and it has the whole back on it, but it also is raised enough to where it cover you know protects the front. Mm-hmm. But it's real easy to pull out of this case. You kind of just squeeze it off the right hand side and pull it back. And it fits right into the gl- the phone fits perfectly right into the glyph, and it kind of uh, snug. It, it fits snugly in there, and uh, yeah, it goes on a tripod wonderfully. I mean, it, it this right here has been what I've I've wanted because this thing's got a great 720p camera on it. Uh, absolutely love the video that it takes, and uh, pretty excited. Matter of fact, I took the video I took yesterday. Uh, if you go to gspn.tv slash blog where I announced the five years of uh, celebrating five years, that video was taken with the front-facing camera. Yeah. And uh, that even came out really well. This is cool, man. Uh, for those who don't know, the Glyph, which is uh, the G-L-I-F.com. Oh, is it a, the Glyph? Yeah, the Glyph.com. And what's cool is this is this is a, a full-fledged crowdfunded project. Uh, what they did is they, they posted this idea on Kickstarter, and it's a website where people could contribute saying, you know what, I believe in the idea that these people have, and if they raise X amount of money, they're going to make this thing. And it could be anything from a music CD to a product like this. And, uh, you know, I think they asked for a pretty modest goal of like, I don't know, five or 6000 maybe $10,000. They ended up getting $137,417 and 5000 backers. Uh, so they they have more than enough money to create this, and everybody that ordered one. Uh, but basically, the way it worked is when you went to Kickstarter, you could prop, you could pre-order one, and there were different tiers. If you ordered, if you paid a little bit more, they would send you a rapid prototype version, which is done on a three D printer, and then they'd send you the final version. So this is this is one of those neat things that the 
it's like you know this is like the 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 web 2.0 version of the american dream almost you know yeah um it's very very cool and and now they're you know they have a backlog right now now it's gonna take about a week to get one but they're selling them on their site for 20 bucks and uh yeah it's it's a great idea very very simple it's one of those things that you look at and you're like why didn't i think of this man they're probably making they're making dough you know this was uh, it, it's it, the glyphs made from recyclable rubberized plastic so yeah it's cool man good good on them for doing this it, it is an awesome product and i i tell you it it is you're gonna because of it i've been waiting for it but uh because of it you'll see more videos come from me i guarantee you that um, that's awesome i i like i like i have decided get this after all this all this time i've been waiting for years <clears throat> and i'm not exaggerating i've been waiting for years for a pocket-sized HD video camera to come out with built-in audio input. And, of course, I got that in the Kodak ZI8. However, I will tell you that uh, my iPhone is my favorite HD camera, and I plan on taking the Edderall to record the audio, and I can just match, max, um, match that up in um, ScreenFlow. Yep. So. You love the screen flows. I love the screen flow. Alrighty. So anyway, the my glyph is in. I love it. And it's the glyph T H E G L I F as in Frank. So theglyph.com. Check it out. The glyph. The glyph. Yeah, we need to create like a, a little stinger <laughs> for him. All right. So what's this rumor? New iMacs are coming? Yes. It's just a rumor uh, though. Yeah, well, you know what I can say? New Macs are coming. And new iPhones, too, and new iPads sometime next year. <laughs> now, uh, the rumor is uh, the Digitimes is reporting that Apple will launch new MacBook Pros and new iMacs in the first half of next year. The iMac was updated in July of 2010, so it's, it's pretty much due for an update. And the MacBook Pros received an update um, way back in April 2010, so they're both due for an update. Uh, as for details, the Digitime doesn't have many, except there will be at least, quote, Four upgraded MacBook Pros, and the new MacBooks will feature, quote, a new panel size and a price point for the mainstream market. Uh, so I'm thinking that there's going to be some price drops, which would be sweet. Some um, price drops on an iMac? I know. How cool would that be? I almost, bu- well, actually, wait a second. I didn't just almost buy one. I, was, I just bought another iMac. Ugh. Yes, it says, given uh, how Apple seems to be gearing up for the push to push the Mac in 2011, cheaper iMac price points should come as no surprise. As for Blu-ray, although many hold out hope, uh, it seems unlikely. So yeah, if, if Apple releases like a 24-inch iMac with all the same specs as the 27, I would probably go for it. Well, I, I would ask my wife if I could go for it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I tell you, I, my of course, you know, the, the computer upstairs, I, what is that, a 21 and a half 21. inch? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's It's fine. But I tell you, it's not my twenty-seven inch. Yeah, I just, I just want the hardware. I mean, I just want a quad i seven or i five. I would rather get the i seven and uh, and just you know a huge hard drive, a, a nice nice video card for um <coughs> for uh, World of Warcraft, and um you know <laughs> and and video well, production. Well, of course, and World <laughs> Warcraft. Um, so yeah, you know that. Uh, that that that's cool. See, so. you're 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 all about performance, and I'm all about screen real estate. Yeah, screen real estate for me, it, it's a big deal too, because you know when you've got like a hundred and some odd layers and After Effects, you know you want all those screen real estate you can. But when it comes down to it, when I drop something new into my After Effects, I don't want to see this the pinwheel. Mm-hmm. You know, or when I scrub, I don't want to see the pinwheel. 
Yeah. And, and that happens. That's happening more and more now as more complex videos I make. Oh, so. my gosh. Do you know what you just reminded me of? What? Uh, hold on. I'm going to see if I can find this Nickelodeon uh, YouTube. You? Yes. Do you remember this? <laughs> I mean, I do. Yeah, I know. Let, what you mean. Hold on. Let's see here. Um, here we go. You haven't heard that word in a while, have you? I, here we go. Let's let's see if. The... Oh, they're not singing it. Maybe here. Yeah, here it comes. Pinwheel was a children's television show that aired on Nickelodeon Cable Network from 1977 to 1990. And did you know that the channel itself was known as Pinwheel from 1977 until 79? Oh, I did not know that. Thanks, Wikipedia. Thank you. Pinwheel. Anyway, you said Pinwheel. I never I never have called that the Pinwheel before. Is that what you call it? I've heard it called a bunch of things. Pinwheel, spinning wheel of death. I, I the call color it the, wheel. Spin, the spinning beach ball of death. The beach ball. Yeah, we call it all sorts of things. All right. Uh, I don't even know what the technical term is for it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We've just renamed the the show The Pinwheel. Okay. <laughs> Got it. it actually, uh, the actual name of it is called The Spinning Weight Cursor. The Spinning Weight Cursor. Yeah, I like, I like Pinwheel better it's than that. Its colloquial names include The Spinning Wheel of Death, Twirl, Peach ball, Beach Ball of Death, Hypno Wheel, Spinning Pizza, Spinning Pinwheel, Pinwheel of Death, Spinning Rainbow of Death, Rainbow Ball of Doom, the trippy <laughs> spinning laser ball of death, uh, the spinning beach ball of death, the pinwheel of death, rainbow wheel of death, spinning rainbow umbrella of the apocalypse, and the marble of doom. <laughs> the marble of doom. <laughs> that is a good one. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. So, new title. The pinwheel uh-huh. or the AKA. marble, a.k.a. the marble of doom. <laughs> which is actually our logo for the show it is well, it used to be. i don't know if it still is but i think it is i okay. think it's still there i figure anytime you see that you, you you say help so yeah new new imax new macbook pros full of awesome sauce hopefully i will get me a cup absolutely i'm i'm sure you will eventually find yourself with a new imac hope so maybe maybe is emily listening I doubt it. Okay. Emily. She might be though. She's paint. She was painting her office yesterday. So maybe the reason why your dear wife and now, and trust me, I don't know any n- inside information at all because if I did, I would be biting my tongue right now, but I don't. So I'm just speculating, but maybe the reason why she was so adamant about the fact that you cannot buy a new iMac is because maybe she got you one for Christmas. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm just considering. Saying. Considering we, uh, we we had a limit on what we were going to spend for Christmas, uh huh, and the fact that uh, she had no idea what to get me, she was just going to give me like a hundred bucks, and I said, "No, take me to uh, there's a place called the Running Spot in town. Uh huh. I don't want to get my uh, my stride measured and then get some good athletic shoes for working out and stuff." I'm just saying, we'll see. Call oh, me, uh, you'll have to, of- you will you'll have to call me the Great Karnak. Oh, if it happens, I will call you as I'm opening it. Okay, cool. As I'm as I'm as I'm migrating the OS, which <laughs> I doubt it'll happen. No, man, my wife got me for uh, 
for my birthday a really sweet um, polar heart monitor. A polar heart monitor. Very cool. Yeah, you know, the watch and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I know what you Yeah, man, about. my workout yesterday. Uh, you know, I mean, this is How many completely calories? Off, completely off the rails, but my workout, uh, let's see, da, 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 was for 51 minutes and 39 seconds. Mm-hmm. I burned 863 calories. Dude, that's awesome. My average heart rate was 154. My maximum was 185. Nice. My dude, my dude pushes me, man. That's good stuff, man. Heck yes. Okay, moving on. All right. Uh, let's see here. Business Insider names iPad best tech winner of 2010. Yeah, it's the end of the year. So we're starting to see these, these best of uh, releases. And uh, they're not the only ones. I think uh, like Time Magazine and stuff named, named the iPad the best gadget of, of 2010. And you know what? I, I have to agree. I finally started getting into uh, reading Kindle books on my iPad. I bought two of them yesterday or uh, two days ago. I bought uh, Good Calories, Bad Calories. You can see a trend here. And uh, the Four Hour Body, which is done by the guy who wrote the Four Hour Work Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Ferriss. It's talking about you know all, all about hacking your body and 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 these tricks and tips and stuff. And man, it, I'm actually kind of digging reading books on the iPad. Are you? If I can drown out like the the want to go play like infinity blade or check my email or check twitter yeah i can i can totally crush a book on it yeah i i tell you what i i I, that's the reason i bought my ipad and people who've been listening for a long time they already know the whole story but still um i there i found that i was extremely distracted by all the other functionalities such as email and browsing and twittering and and all that other stuff that i was the best go ahead that came with it and and then the only other thing is is that um you know it it was nice it is nice to be able to read while you're laying back in bed without turning on another light there's no mm-hmm. question about that's a nice functionality but i i still would rather read from the kindle because of the the crisp clearness of the screen the mm-hmm. only thing is it, and i'm looking for one i want an incandescent you know, battery operated, super ultra bright, regular reading light to put on my Kindle at night. Or should I they don't, make them? Don't they, they? This little bright, almost bluish purple LED light, it just doesn't cut it. Mm. I want I want something that that you know that is going to light up that screen with with normal color light. Yeah, I, I held the the new Kindle in my hand at they, they got my Best Buy now. And uh, man, it's really thin, really nice. And you're right that you know that there's something to be said about that e-ink text. It's just su- it looks like uh, you know the printed page, you know, an actual dead tree page. Well, and the, uh, the cool thing yeah, is though cool. is that I can be read. I can't if I need to. I can read on my Kindle, at, you know, all the way through. And then of course, you know, I I am laying in bed. Let's just say the I can't find the 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 reading light, or I don't have one that I really like enough. I can turn the iPad on and I can turn the brightness way down and I can read, Mm -hmm. but it's still not enjoyable. That was the other thing I hadn't read with the iPad in so long. The the other thing is when I'm laying in bed with the iPad to read a book, my wrists and my thumb, because it gets a little heavy. But if you're sitting up and reading... Yeah, you can rest it in a way. So yeah, the the best the best angle for the iPad is like you're sitting on a couch, like on the end, like at the end of one of the couches, kind of sideways with your leg crossed, and it's just kind of sitting in that little nook there. Yep, the best place, man. You can sit there forever. 
Well, I can understand still how it's the biggest tech winner um, because of all of its, its functionality. I, I watched, um, dude, the other, the other day I watched on Netflix an entire episode of Ice Road Truckers. And it, it, I mean, it's when you're that close to the screen, it's almost equivalent to st- sitting in the living room in front of a good sized television. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? When, when you have the screen that close to you, it's also great for, for streaming Netflix or Hulu uh, while you're at the gym uh, working out on the treadmill. Um, you know, the, the iPad is a great device and I absolutely love it. And the one thing I don't take advantage of is its functionality uh, with the keyboard. I've never, actually I have, I've paired a keyboard to it once, but um, I, I'm telling you, I, I think, I, I feel like I should go to Kickstarter and and create that, <laughs> you know, that video that says, here's what we've got, this prototype right here of this case. And then, and you, as you can see, it's smaller than a netbook. And here's how the Apple key, aluminum keyboard fits in. And here's where your MiFi device or whatever you else you want to put in here goes. And make it and do it i'll tell you i think i think it would make some money anyway but yeah best biggest tech winner i'll tell you what i i want to say congratulations to all of you who had enough patience though to wait for ipad version 2 yeah no doubt because that's that can't be coming out too much longer from now can it when when did the ipad come out april uh first part of april because i remember i was on my like the end it was the end of march first part of April. Cause I remember I was on my anniversary and we were in uh, Nashville and I, I really wanted to get an iPad mm-hmm. and we went, we went to a, like a little strip mall and in a, a Best Buy there and I ran in just wanting to see one and uh, they didn't have an Apple store there. So yeah, it's, it, it'll be a year at the end of March. Okay. So, so probably right around that time is when iPad two will come out. There's no question it's going to, in my mind, there's no question. Rumor or not rumor, it doesn't matter to me. There's going to be a front-facing camera. There's going to be a rear-facing camera. And probably some sort of improved screen resolution, you know, whether it be retina display or whatever. Um, Those three things, I think, are going to be the big improvements of the next iPad. And having the camera, I will say, is is going to be a big push. Mm -hmm. I agree. So I, I think that'll be big. And I think they'll have a better processor speed uh, in the next one. Although I will say this, no remorse on my end for having an iPad since they came out. Absolutely do love it. And I still use it every day. Every yeah. day. Mo- it's, it's number one purpose, jumbo calculator. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Sad. It's just happened. I mean, it, that sounds crazy, but it's just the app that, is you? I mean, it's sitting here right next to me at all times. Yeah, minus the Mac that I don't that, that I minus the Mac that I don't do work on. Yeah, <laughs> a matter of fact, I, check this out. And 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 I hate when when people say this on podcasts, but I just opened this and and right there that that's that's what as soon as I brought it out of its wake or sleep uh, process, it's got the jumbo keyboard on there. Mine probably has or what was a calculator. Was I, oh, I was just surfing the web last night in bed on mine. Gotcha. I can't wait to get my Dodo case. It is fun to wait. It, it is fun to browse the web on the iPad, too. It is. It is. There's it something is. to be said about touching it. Yep. So your Dodo case. Yeah, man. That's the that's the word on the street. Oh, so my buddy, real quick, I just want to tell you this story real fast. Because we're kind of, it's, we're off the rails a lot. Uh, a buddy of mine got just got his iPhone 4 like a week later. Uh, he... It, he didn't realize it, but it dropped by his car, like as he was shutting his door, and he shut his door on it. 
and cracked the screen. Yeah. Like both sides. So he took it. He's like, he's like, I mean, I went to the Apple store and I'm like, I said, I, I knew I was, I told him, I was like, look, I, I know that they're probably not going to take care of me, uh, but I just want to bring it in to see what you guys could do or how much would it be to get, to get replacement? You know, I, I, I could, you know, I, I can buy, you know, pay out a warranty or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> the genius mind of ours, like, you know, typed a bunch of stuff. He's like, tell you what, man, I'll just take care of it for you. Gave him a brand new one under warranty. He was so happy about it. He bought an 11 inch uh, MacBook Air. That is awesome. And uh, that's his first like real Mac now because he's he's had a Hackintosh like on his big giant laptop, mm-hmm. and he has this he has, it's a laptop with air quotes. It's like this HP laptop. It's got like a twenty inch screen and it folds up. It's ridiculous. So now he's got this little eleven inch uh, MacBook Air. He's like, man, it's the best computer I've ever run. It's so fast and so awesome. So good and, on him, man. He's now a Mac con- convert. That's awesome. And what 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 device did he have replaced? Was it the iPad or the iPhone? iPhone four, iPhone four, yeah. I, the front and back it was cracked, and they just they just took care of it. So don't worry about it. That's awesome. And and, and what did they get? They have a loyal cus- customer for for likely for life now. Oh, exactly. And he he's already told tons of people. You know, just just and, taking care of that and kind of stepping out of the guidelines has made a promoter. Yeah, and well, and of course the story's just now been amplified to a couple thousand other people. So exactly, exactly. See Apple, this is how you do it. All right. <laughs> Say the next story while I sneeze. Okay. <laughs> Google Voice app updated supports uh, iPad and iPod Touch, which is awesome because uh, I know some certain people who are going to be getting iPod Touches, and uh, now they can text message free. Now, they still need to have their their Google Voice uh, tied to a, a phone number, though. Right? Uh, I to set not, it up. I don't think, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Because I set I set one up for my daughter, and, okay, and it's on her phone. She's got a she's got my old three G right now. Oh, you gave it to her already? Well, no, no, no. She she doesn't have the the. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, never mind. So, but she's got my old three G model, and um, I went ahead and set her up with Google Voice, and of course, you know, you had to have a number that you can dial, you know, that it'll be connected to, and I I, I connected it to the only other phone. You know, I've got my phone here in my studio. And yeah. so I connected it, and then all of a sudden it's like, this is connected to another one. Are you sure? And I'm like, yes. And then I get an email on mine that says, you've been, you know, this number is no longer associated to you. So when clients call, they're going to call, you know, it's not going oh, no. to ring to this number anymore. And so I was able to go in and reset up the number, and it took it away from from Megan, but she still has the ability to text, so... If anybody's wondering, you, I, I suppose you can actually, even though you only have one, let's say, landline or hard line, you can set up multiple Google accounts, and then the one you actually want to ring when that number is dialed, go back and, and turn that one back on, and the other phones still, the other phone numbers continue to work with Google Voice. Of course, it's not ringing through to anything. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, so there you go. So yeah, that's cool though, man. Uh, Google Voice on the uh, iPad—that's awesome—and on the iPod Touch. So yeah, so they'll have the ability to do texting is the big thing. There's also this click to call. What is? I mean, uh, oh, that's right. So basically, let's just say you have an iPod Touch, mm-hmm. and you're using—you do have that connected to your home phone number, and so or your iPad, and you pull up Google Voice and you say, "Hey, I want to call this person." You click that. And it'll do click to call, and what it does is it makes it ring your home phone number. After right, it'll, it makes it'll, the call. 
Well, actually, it'll connect you first, and then it'll connect the other person. Right. That's right. So yeah, it'll yeah. connect to you, and as soon as you pick up, it starts ringing the other person. So the question is, why? And the answer is because the long distance is free. Exactly. All right. Now I don't, you know, I I don't know about you, but I've I've got long distance on my my studio line here. I've had it for a couple couple years well, now. Well, there's a little hack you can do. What's that? Let's say you still want a phone line, and you don't want to pay for it, but you still want you know for nine one one or whatever like that. You know, power outages, whatnot. Yeah. What you do is you get something called a metered line, which costs you a dime every minute to call out on. Yes. But people can call you for free. Yes. So what you do is you set up your Google Voice. You click that little click to call. Google calls you and then connects you to the call. And then boom, free. Yep. There there you go. go. A little life from your friend Chris. So there you go. About 10, 11 bucks a month, you can have unlimited free calling forever. Yeah, take that, Vonage. There you go. All right, so I think Spawn is still cheaper, but uh, I, I I don't know. I will say this though about Google Voice is I've I've noticed some issues with uh, lag from time to time. Yeah, yeah. I I use Google Voice in my in my Chrome browser all the time. Yes. and sometimes it's a little bit of lag, but it's not too bad. Yeah, it, it's, well, it's it's still cool to be able to plug my head my iPhone heads headset into my iPad or my iPad into my um into my laptop. Mm-hmm. And use the microphone from that to talk to people. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I will say this, though, and, and that is that, um, you know, I've, I've certainly had the lag every time I try to do it with the browser. But I do, I, I, give out my, I give out my Google Voice number as my main business number. And I don't like the lag when I'm talking with a client. And yeah. I've, I've had that a couple different times. And so much so that I'm almost to the point where I'm ready to switch away from my Google Voice number if they don't get that fixed. You know, that I, I talked to a guy about a cruise that I'm getting ready to go on and, um, you know, it, and, and he was talking and I was talking and it's just like every single time we're talking over top of each other for like yeah. about a, a, almost a full second. And it was, wow, like, that's, it, yeah, that's, that's unacceptable. Yeah, it, it, it's extremely unacceptable. And so certainly would not work with my clients. All right, so uh, Chris got an Apple TV. <laughs> yeah, I did. A second one, another one. A new one. Uh, well, here's the thing. There's a couple. There's. Uh, I got a couple uh, gift cards for my birthday from it to Amazon. Nice. Because that's what I asked everybody this year. Just give me Amazon gift cards because I can buy whatever I want on Amazon, even toilet paper. But um, I had the Roku and I had that inside the. Uh, the box, you know, and so, and I decided that with, with AirPlay and this, that, and the other, I really think the Apple TV is going to come into its own this this coming year. Mm-hmm. I think in January Steve's going to announce some cool things for it. So I decided to go Apple TV, and uh, Netflix works awesome on it. It's got it talks to my Mac. It was awesome, man. Here, another example of, of an Apple product just being dropped at easy. You put in your Apple ID. You make sure that home sharing is turned on on your laptop or on your computer and you're done everything else is set up it just automatically configures everything nice it's awesome yeah i can i can be watching something on my phone or on my ipad hit a button and it's on my tv now that is that is pretty cool um question is it hd netflix yes it is 720p yep 720p so it's definitely better than my netflix on my wii Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the big reasons I had Netflix on my Xbox 360 
and they raised the price of Xbox Live to 60 bucks. And you have to have Xbox Live Gold, just $60 a year, to watch Netflix. And I was, I refused to pay it. So I wanted to get something that I could watch Netflix on, and the Apple TV does it. It's awesome, and uh, it's good stuff. Nice. And I've got one more thing to talk about real quick. Yeah, go um, ahead. I use Google Chrome. And right now, for the next four days until uh, like the 19th or 20th, uh, they're doing something called uh, Chrome for a Cause. And it's a free extension you install into Chrome. And any tab that you open uh, generates a little bit of um, you know money that Google's going to pledge to different causes. And, and you can choose which cause it, it has. Right now, I've got 33 tabs open so far today that, that I've opened. They're not all open right now, but... Uh, and what that's done is that has been able to provide 1.3 um, uh, immunizations. Um, 3.3 trees could be planted with that money. Uh, what else here? 3.3 books could be donated. Uh, a 0.2 person's clean water provided and 0.3 square feet of a shelter built. So like I said, it's called Chrome for a cause. Do a Google search on it. Install it between now and like December 19th or so. And uh, yeah, it's free. It doesn't really bother you or anything like that. You can uninstall it when you're done. So. Very cool. Chrome yeah. for a cause. Check it out. And, folks. The, and, and if you don't have Chrome, download Chrome. And the, the, the byproduct is you get the best browser, fastest browser, most reliable browser built right now. Yeah, I love Chrome. It is definitely what I'm using most of the time now. Oh, and by the way, um, I'll be sharing on Business Tech Weekly later today as we're recording. Uh, I am now a LastPass user. So... Hmm. You guys are wondering about LastPass. I'll be talking about that on uh, Business Tech Weekly later today. All right, and I'm I'm kind of liking it. Kind of liking Sweet. it. Sweet. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in for another episode celebrating five years of podcasting here at GSPN.TV. And of course, uh, today we are throwing this out there on the free feed. And if you want an episode every single week of this. And about 7 to 15 other episodes every single week. Become a gspn.tv plus member. Support the content we have happening over here on a weekly basis and have had going on since uh, December 16th, 2005. You can be a part of the community by going over to gspn.tv slash plus. Again, that's gspn.tv slash plus. If you want to give us a call with your questions or comments for this show, we're here to help you if you have a Mac. Or even if you want a Mac, give us a call at 859-795-4067. And until next time, everybody, we encourage you to join the community. Thanks, Chris. No problem. No problem.